Wanda Sykes, our guest. Funny socks. <laughs> First thing out of her mouth. <laughs> what? You, you got, what? We really appreciate you doing the stretch here. You're going for a, from a channel of five-year-olds to uncensored adults only. <laughs> oh, okay. So say Woo-hoo. shit a few times and get in the mood, all right? There you go. Now we're fucking talking. All right. There we go. <laughs> But first, we got to put it in a different file. <laughs> My publicist just ran out of here. She's like, oh, shit, I'm out of here. I was supposed to get half an hour with you, but uh, thanks to the kids' channel. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, you know, Sonny, the movie is for the kids. So, oh, fuck you know. Kids. <laughs> you got a whole career ahead of you. <laughs> Sonny, I'm rolling yeah. on this end. Oh, you are? Yes. You all set? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Wanda, can you hear me okay? Yes. Okay, here we go. Wanda Sykes has just sat down in the chair. How you doing? Wonderful, you. I'm not doing as well as you are. You're a star. You are such a star. I'm a big fucking star. Come on, let's big be honest. Star, let's yeah. be honest. Huh? You know, every time, every time <laughs> I right. think of you now. No, you are. Come on. I'm I doing know. okay. Oh, yeah. You got a driver probably already, right? Um, Only when uh somebody's, <laughs> you know, paying for it. Somebody yeah. else is paying for it. Other than that, I, I drive myself. You know, because the drivers, they don't like to swing by the hood and, you know, they don't like to wait for you out front of the strip clubs. Every time I think of you now, you know, when you think of a movie star, say uh, Clark Gable, you think of the one scene when he's at the stairwell and gone with the wind, you know? Um, <laughs> every time I think of you now, I think of that scene at uh, on Kirby Enthusiasm when Larry walks in and you turn around and go, what, you creeping around looking for big asses? Right. Remember that scene? <laughs> He's I an ass that. man. We'll call him assy. That's He's an ass man. <laughs> but everything you do seems to be uh, just, I know it's scripted a lot. Of, I don't know his show isn't, but. Yeah, Larry's every, show's not scripted, yeah. Now, tell me a little bit about that. I mean, what's it like to work in that kind of atmosphere? I, I love it. Um, what, what's great is that I don't even know what we're doing until I show up. You know, usually <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's I'm in the makeup room and Larry comes in. He tells me what, you know, what the scene is about. And then we just go for it. And, uh, how, how does he describe it? I mean, in detail or just roughly? Or? Well, he'll say, okay, he'll, he'll say, um, uh, like for that particular scene, he he, he he goes, okay, you remember you were out walking early this morning, I drove by and I said, I know that, hey, I know that tush anywhere. He said, well, now you're coming into the house uh, and uh, you confront me about, you know, about whatever, how you felt about me saying I know that tush anywhere. And we just go from there. Really? Yep, that's all he gives me. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's got to be a lot of times when you know, there's just you crack up though, isn't there? A lot of oh, time wasted. Oh yeah, we we ruin a lot of takes because we like laugh through it, and you know because it's unscripted, so we don't know what you know what the other person's going to say, so you get caught off guard, and then then you know we 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 do several takes, and but it really doesn't take that long to shoot it. But uh, when when I'm on my way home, it, it, I mean, it's draining. You know, I do feel like I worked like a full day, you know. So it sounds like a lot of fun. Are you going to be on it again this season? I don't know. We're waiting to see if Larry's going to, uh, you know, do any more. I, I pretty much just, just show up whenever he calls me, you know. Uh, but I, I love doing the show. I guess, you know, we'll wait. I think he's probably somewhere counting his money, and then he'll make a decision. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Nobody likes to admit their mistakes, man. Nobody. Then we find all these, all these Enron guys, all these these CEOs robbing everybody blind, man. I tell you, you know, that stock market, boy. That's why I got out. I got out the market. I called my broker. I was like, hey, put all my money in weed. <laughs> Price of weed never goes down. 
That's a real blue chip right there. <laughs> this CEO, man, they just robbing people, boy. You know, yeah, right? I hope they get a lot of jail time. Because what happens when they get in court, either they plead the fifth or they go, I don't recall. <laughs> and that's acceptable. They get away with that. I mean, no, that's, that shouldn't be acceptable. You know, you ask any woman in here, your man comes home and you've been like, hey, you been cheating on me? And he goes, I don't recall. <laughs> you know, and then confers with his buddy. One moment. No comment. <laughs> you gonna whip his ass till he gets his memory back. Put up with that. But these CEOs, man, they ruthless, boy. They, they affected like millions of lives. There are people out there thought they was gonna be able to retire in four years, then they gotta work 40 more years. You know, then you got people who were retired and they gotta get back into the workforce. You know, we all gonna feel it. We all gonna feel, you gonna be out there, rush hour traffic, some 80-year-old dude in the carpool lane just messing traffic up. <laughs> you bastards! That's supposed to be fishing! <laughs> but these CEOs, man, they, I mean, you be, you, you that ruthless, you a scary dude, man. I tell you now, shoot, I walk past a little gangbanger, I don't even blink. But if I see a white dude with a Wall Street Journal, I haul ass. <laughs> shoot, before I walk past the Arthur Anderson building, I cut through the projects. <laughs> cut through the projects, you might just lose what you have on you that day. <laughs> I ain't never been mugged of my future. Martha Stewart, now she's in trouble with the stock market, insider trading. You know, what I think is unfair, because you know what? She's rich. Rich people, they talk to other rich people, and they talk about rich stuff. You know, plus, we all do insider trading. We all are guilty of it. Broke people do it, too, just on a different level. I have cousins who work at Walmart. They always calling me. Girl, don't buy that today. Mm-mm. No, it's going on sale tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two for one, two for one. Mm-hmm. It's going to split, it's going to split, yeah. <laughs> Catholic Church, they in trouble. Disappointed. I thought the Pope was gonna come out and just put his foot down, you know, just lay the law down, just get in their ass, you know. I thought the Pope would just step out there and be like, Look, you motherfuckers gotta cut this shit out, all right? Y'all some dirty bastards. I'm sick of you motherfuckers. If y'all do keep up, keep this shit up, you gonna bust hell wide open. I'm sick of you motherfuckers. I'm, that's it right now, you bitch. <laughs> Yeah.
And he should use those exact words. Cause when you do something that wrong, the Pope should be allowed to cuss you the fuck out. But instead, the Pope, you know, Pope ain't really say too much. You know, he kind of touched on it. But then again, you know, Pope getting kind of old. All right, who we fooling? The Pope is old, y'all. The Pope is old. It's time to start thinking about putting the Pope in an old Pope's home. I'm sorry. The Pope... And then the man, he can't even stand up straight. The Pope all doubled over. And then they put that big old heavy hat on his head and all those heavy robes and stuff. Lighten the man's load up. Give him a little Burger King cap or something. Help him out. shorts or something, you know? Give some house shoes or something. Help the man out. And now the Pope, now the Pope got a hunchback. When the Pope get a hunchback? Now he got a hunchback. You see the big hunch on his back now. That's why where he stores all the confessions that he hears from the priest. You know? <laughs> uh-huh, you did what? You, oh, Lord, oh. Oh, please shut up. Oh, oh. Killing me. Oh, I can't hear no more my hunch. Oh, oh, the bells, the bells, the bells. You got the corner on being the female wise ass, haven't you? Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm very proud of that corner. <laughs> well, you've been you've had your own TV show on NBC, but would you this is the question I've asked other people. Would you rather be a star in a sitcom again, or would you rather be the the colorful character on What'd the, you call the me? side? What you call me? The, co- <laughs> the colorful character <laughs> oh, on the colorful. side. Oh, colorful. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. oh. Okay. Um, you know, what I'm you know what? I I just love being a part of anything that's good. You know, uh, I'm. You know, I got to. I get. I get to work with uh, a lot of good people. You know, Larry David, Chris Rock. You know, so it's. Uh, it, you know, right now I'm, I'm doing some stuff on uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus, her new show. So yeah, you know, if, yeah. If a if a if a sitcom idea comes along that I'm really crazy about, then I'll go for it. But other than that, I'm just having fun. I, I you know, and stand up is my thing anyway. I love doing stand up. So, uh, and you know, and, and doing stand up it allows me to you know either do you know be a guest star on somebody else's show or uh, not do anything. You know, the movie you're in, the Monster in Law. Mm-hmm. You're in the movie with Jennifer Lopez, Jane Fonda, and you steal that movie. And you know you do. I don't know about steal. Oh, come you know, on. You know. I, may, I may have slipped in the back door and, you know, picked up a few <laughs> things here and there. Yeah, right. But, yeah, they were really nice to work with, especially Jane. You know, she, uh, you know, they gave me room to, to come in and, you know, do a few things. So. We're, we're talking to Wanda Sykes. Let's go back because you're from D.C. where you actually – you started your comedy career here. Right, started my around D- this area. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, people say, well, we see Louis Black is from D.C., uh, uh, Dave Chappelle's from D.C. And, you know, people out in the Midwest all picture you and Louis and Dave Chappelle hanging out and going to school <laughs> together. You know, but the fact of it is, you you were from a, what, a fairly big family or not? Um, no, I just, I just have one older brother, but, you know, I have lots of aunts and uncles and they're all in uh, in Virginia, like in Portsmouth, Virginia. Um, but, you know, actually, Dave and I, we were in the comedy clubs together. Well, right. yeah, starting out. And it was so fun. Like when, when Dave first started out, you know, he was too young to be in there. 
unchaperoned. So whenever his mom couldn't really? make it to the club, he would say, you know, tell them you're my aunt. He would like just tell everybody <laughs> that I was <laughs> with him. They're like, fuck you, you little bastard. This is <laughs> I'm here to be a comedian too. <laughs> but uh, that's somebody's old lady. Yeah, man. yeah. But I know I, I love Dave, and we're we're still good friends. And uh, you know, so but but it was fun. It was fun having you know just thinking about that uh, starting out together. Speaking of good friends, Chris Rock uh, helped you get going. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I say you, he helped you. Actually, you helped him. You were a writer on the show. But how exactly, that yeah. About? I was a writer on his show. Um, how, how'd you meet? I mean, how'd that happen? Doing stand-up. Uh, I opened for him a couple times, uh, you know, when he was preparing for uh, Bring the Pain. Uh, and when he got his show, you know, I got a call that, you know, Chris wants you to write on the show. You want to submit some samples? And I did and, uh, you know, got the gig. And, uh, you know, we, we worked, worked a lot on Chris Rock's show. You know, the thing that bugs me, though, is like nobody ever wants to admit when they, make, when they made a mistake. Right? Nobody wants to admit it. You know, you look at FBI, CIA, NSA, they messed up. But instead of admitting it, they go, well, you know, there's nowhere in the world we could have imagined 9-11 happening. Nowhere in the world. You know, then later on, we find out all these damn memos came out. You know, highly trained FBI agent wrote the memo. I think this dude wants to fly a plane into the World Trade Center. Well, they're like, well, there's no way in the world we could have predicted that. Yeah, I can understand if Miss Cleo wrote the memo. <laughs> you know, so now they want us to feel safe. So how they do that? By scaring us to death. Every time we turn around, they tell us something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. Can't he turn on the TV without hearing a warning? Something's going to happen. And they always do it on a Friday around 5 o'clock. <laughs> Just to mess up your weekend. You know, why don't they do it on a Sunday night? Tell everybody to take the day off Monday or something. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I ain't coming in today. No, man, something's gonna happen. Well, that's what Dick Cheney said. Dick Cheney, man, he's on a damn scare tour. You can't turn the TV on that man scaring the hell out of you. And I love watching those political shows, right? So Sunday morning, I'm watching my favorite show, watching Face the Nation, there's Dick Cheney on there. That's like watching Creature Feature, man. <laughs> Like, oh, yes, you know, another domestic attack, it will happen. It's going to happen any time. It could happen now. My cereal went flying up in the air. I got Fruit Loops all on my wall. (laughs) Condoleezza Rice, she does the same thing. That woman scared you to death. You know what I'm saying? Whenever she talks to the press, she's up there. Today the president met with, did y'all hear something? <laughs> Condoleezza Rice, national security advisor. I knew that was a problem right there. Come on now, you know a black woman can't keep no secrets. <laughs> she probably had the beauty parlor just telling all our business. You know, look. Look, I can't be in here all day. We bombing Iraq at two. <laughs> Just give me a quick pedicure. I want to look cute. We put our foot up Saddam's ass. This- <laughs> but- <laughs> 
Our air quality's all messed up now. Knew that was coming. They when they lowered the emission standards. They knew that was gonna happen when he appointed Christine Whitman head of the EPA. Yeah. The governor of New Jersey is head of the Environmental Protection Agency. Do you know how dirty New Jersey is? I mean, I'm sorry. You drive through New Jersey, you're going to get a lump on your breast. <laughs> Better get a mammogram at the toll. <laughs> Uh, that'd be two forty. And put your titty up here. <laughs> okay, you all right? Go ahead. I went and saw your cartoon, or your uh, animated feature. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Over the hedge. Now, Wanda plays a skunk. And by the way, if you don't have any kids, it's, I still suggest you go see it. It's a great movie, actually. Yeah, you, you, it's you, pretty funny. You got a chance to see the whole edited thing? When I did. Good? I did. I finally got to see the whole thing, and uh, I was really pleased. I'm like, wow, this is a funny movie. And, and and like you said, even if you don't have kids, it's still it's still it's funny on the uh, adult level, too. There's a lot of jokes in there that the kids probably won't even get. But, um, you know, it's, it's one of those entire family movies. Gary Shanley's in it. I love his part. Uh-huh. I really do. Yeah, d- Gary did a great job, really good yeah. job. Steve Carell is a speeding squirrel. Right, right. Uh, but I, I noticed you did you did this one, and then on the I looked up to your uh, what you've been doing. Well, it says after over the heads, you've got uh, barnyards coming up. Mm-hmm. The Adventures of Br'er Rabbit. Is there a pattern here? Are you going to be an animal a whole bunch in the future? Or well, uh, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm redoing my kitchen, so you know I had. <laughs> Granted, is expensive. <laughs> right. But you got so many movies, and, and have you finally graduated into that part, point where when you get up in the morning, a phone rings, and some woman says, okay, here's what you do today. Have you got every day scheduled? Not every day, no, no. But uh, it, somebody needs to tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but I look down, you got like five movies coming out. Right. I mean, how's that possible? How can you, I mean, you, you know, you can't, I, Over the Hedge was the first one I started uh, work on. This was like, this has been like a three-year process. And after that, I think I did, uh, you know, they're, they're just really small parts in uh, Br'er Rabbit and also in uh, Brother Bear. So I did those, uh, you know, I mean, both of them are really cute. You're one of those people, like, uh, we did a special, I did a special a couple months ago with Gilbert Gottfried up in New York. Mm-hmm. And here's Gilbert, he's... He's in Disney films. He's the Aflac Duck, and he just released a DVD called Dirty Jokes, the filthiest goddamn jokes I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm going, this guy really bridges the gap. I mean, he goes right. from Disney to jokes I'd be embarrassed to tell you on an uncensored channel. And you're sort of, you're sort of the same kind of person. You can do just about anything. Yeah, actually, I, uh, I just shot an hour special in Seattle in April, and uh, hopefully that'll be out on, uh, you know, on DVD or something. Uh, probably, uh, I'm shooting for July. I really hope we can have it out by by July. When somebody like DreamWorks hires someone like you, uh, it really speaks what they think of your professionalism. They don't have to worry about you going out and embarrassing the project. And uh, so hats off to you. Boy, it's, it's... they really are rolling the dice, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm what? sitting here. I was sitting here like, boy, if I really need this movie to to come out, so I can like just go ahead and and, uh, 
you know, it, and get back out to the <laughs> to the clubs and have some fun and you know shoot my dope and and everything. Oh, no. right, right. <laughs> Fire up that crack, right? I was in Florida last week. A uh, lot of strip clubs in Florida. Good grief! Everyone they closed in New York. They moved to Florida. <laughs> I mean, Florida got so many strip clubs. I mean, they need to change their state flag to just a brass pole. You know, to <laughs> Florida. <laughs> I, w- I went to this one strip club, you know, with the guys after the show. We went to this club. And we get to the strip club, and they actually tried to charge me a cover. Can you believe that? Want me to pay? I was like, pay? Oh, you got your damn mind? I was like, come on, man. I brought my own titties. <laughs> You expect me to pay to see titties? Shoot. I can see titties for free all day if I want to. Yeah, I can even play with them. Can you do that now? Well, I ain't think so. Well, come on, BYOT, man. Hmm. <laughs> well, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Once I got inside and saw those triple G's and stuff, I went back and paid. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, I get it now, I see. Yeah, these are professional titties in here. <laughs> oh, good Lord, no, my titties couldn't do that. No. <laughs> yeah, I guess if your titties bigger than your head, then yeah. <laughs> you should be able to pay some bills with that. <laughs> There's one, one club I went to, man. I, that was the end of it for me. We went to this one strip club, man. It was like the lowest, the most nastiest, I mean, just raw, naked ass. I mean, it, you know, there's no DJ, no liquor license. And the girls, they didn't even bother dancing. They just stood up there. Look at it! <laughs> Is this what she want, huh? Look at it! I was like, oh my God, I got to get up out of here. I'm trying to sneak out. <laughs> yeah. But the guys, they were just sitting there looking at it. They... And that's what, you know, and it's not like they were like weird looking freaky guys. They were just a regular average looking guy, but they just needed to look at it, you know. And that's when I had a whole new respect for men. I was like, boy, because that must be really hard being a man. You know, had that thing up in your head, messing with you all the time. You know, how do you get any work done? How, how do y'all hold down jobs, man? You know, you at work minding your business and all of a sudden that thing just kicks in. Let's go look at it. Come on, man. When's the last time we've seen it? Let's go look at it. Wanda Sykes is our guest. None uh, of your bios say anything about your personal life. Oh, it's because it's personal. Oh. So you get... <laughs> Come on. I mean, are you getting it on a normal basis or are you just out there drifting around? What? Did you just ask me am I a whore? That's, that's no. pretty much... You dressed it up. That's what you said. Or are you just out there drifting around? How much around? you, are you no, 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 That's no. what you... Pre- you are asking hey, listen, me, am I a whore? It's your, it's your fault. I saw your special, the tongue uh-huh. untied. You walked out there with this leather outfit and the tight pants. Come on. You look, you look like a glamour <laughs> shot. You did. You know it. You did. Come on. Admit it. I'm 
was kind of hot, huh? You were hot. You, you got were, me horny. Yeah, might as well put it out there, you know. I'm going, is this the same girl that goes, shit? Yeah. Tells everybody out. All of a sudden, she turns around, and you look like you were ready to get going. <laughs> you really did. And that's a compliment, by the way. Oh, I, I, I understand. I get it. I'm I, out there. So you're available. Well, I'm. yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. you're a woman with money now, so it's important to know. <laughs> 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 yeah. After all. You know what? I think marriage is an institution for raising children. That's about it. I don't see the other perks myself. <laughs> That's the only reason to get married. Well, unless you're sickly. If you're sickly, then you know. <laughs> you know, get married, have somebody take care of your sick ass, you know. <laughs> raising kids because you know what that's what I believe I think when you get married you're going into business together you're doing you're opening a business right in all business you have to have a product got to produce something why are you in business see we were married seven years no kids so we went out of business (laughs) no inventory I didn't get it. Because to me, it was like this. Okay, I was taking care of myself before I met you. You were taking care of yourself before you met me. Let's just continue down this same path. You know, let's be together separately. That was working for me. But he would come home and just say something to me that I just didn't understand. He would walk in the door. Uh, what's for dinner? Mmm, what you cook? I ate already. I... Uh, uh, I'm all out of clean underwear. Ooh, you need to wash. I did my laundry yesterday. I got a, I got a drawer full of clean panties. Look at this. You welcome to borrow a pair to tide you over if you like. Raising <laughs> kids, man. You know, and, and I get asked that a lot, too. People say, well, don't, don't you regret not having kids? And I go, mm, not really. <laughs> and then if they keep asking, I always say this, well, you know, maybe one day I'll adopt. But I don't mean that. I don't. <laughs> it's just something I say that make me sound like a nicer person. That's all. <laughs> with kids too I, I don't really think about not having kids because I don't hear the clock ticking to me the clock stopped at 26 <laughs> yeah this whole this whole aging process is messing with me man because I still feel and think the same way I did when I was 26 you know so I feel 26 especially after I have a few drinks oh boy and it really kicks in <laughs> right because boy you have a few drinks boy you feel feel sexy you know what I'm saying I knew I was 26 huh? <laughs> I don't know what that lying-ass calendar was talking about. I'm 26, right? Because <laughs> you feel sexy when you drink, don't you? Woo, you feel sexy when you drink. You know, you're drinking, feeling sexy, at the bar talking trash. Then you go to the ladies' room and you check yourself out in the mirror. You're like, God dang. 
was a sexy bitch. She little sexy. I fuck you. Me and four of my girlfriends, we went down to South Beach, man, hanging out in Miami, on South Beach, drinking, all that little thong bikinis on, letting it all hang out, feeling sexy, feeling 26, until some real 26-year-olds walked by. <laughs> Put that down. me my sarong. I got windy out here, didn't it? A little 26-year-old wind just whipped right through here, didn't it? Wanda Sykes is our guest. Well, you said you were raised uh, with a, a brother who was five years older than you. Right. So did he make your life miserable when you were growing up or what? No, not at all. I mean, I mean you know, it's the, the, the normal older brother stuff, you know, teasing you and things like that. But overall, he, he was good. He was really good. Really, I'm the one that gave him hell, you know. Oh, really? Yeah, I was the embarrassing kid. Do you get in trouble when you're a kid? Do you get arrested or anything? Uh, no, no. I was too afraid of my parents to get in any real trouble. Yeah, and I just, would, yeah, I wasn't how, disruptive or anything at school. I was pretty much a good student, but, I, you know, but I would, I would make people laugh and stuff. How would you uh, describe your folks? Uh, my folks, my folks. They're good, hardworking, decent people, and my parents. You know, they have they have a great sense of humor too. But uh, they they put the fear in me. You know, I I'm afraid of them. You know, <laughs> even, to to day, even to this day, even to this day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. We we had to go to church every Sunday. We were at church sometimes Ooh. two services. Really? Yeah. <laughs> two services in one day. Yeah, that's why I break out when I even walk by a church now. <laughs> <laughs> is it true, by the way, the rumor true that you were almost named Twinkles? Yep. Now, come yep. on, tell me, what's that story about? Um, I don't know. See, I was like, my brother wanted to name me Twinkles. Uh, I guess he thought I would grow up and be a stripper. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> gave me name. He wanted to name me Twinkles, and my, and my mother was going to do it because, you know, she was probably still high from all the drugs that they took back there when they did, you know, when they uh, gave childbirth. So, right. um but my aunt, luckily, God bless her, she stepped in. It was like, don't name that girl Twinkles, you know. And they came up with another name. Came up, came up with Wanda. That's all women do is think. We're thinkers. Think all the time. Right? Can't stop thinking. Think, think, think. Can't stop thinking. Ladies, have you ever remember the time when you had a moment of silence in your head? <laughs> Doesn't happen, does it? No. Always thinking. Sometimes you can't even sleep because you won't shut the hell up. <laughs> you in the bed and your mind is just racing about nothing. Just, mm, I need to talk to her tomorrow because I didn't like the way she spoke to me today. And I'm not going to have this uncomfortable thing going on between us. Did I lock the door? I should have bought those shoes. Where's my high school yearbook? Ooh, what you going to have for lunch tomorrow? Mm, I don't know. Why you think about lunch? You need to have a good breakfast. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start every morning with a good breakfast. Maybe I'll start that low-carb diet. That seems to be working for a lot of people. What was my third-grade English teacher's name? What was her name? Miss Jones, Miss Jenkins. Ooh, it's late. I need to be asleep. What the hell am I doing up? I don't know. 
Let me think about it. Men, man, I wish I could think like a guy Because guys, they don't spend all that time thinking Men, they think about it, thought about it, moving on That's it That's why they enjoy sports Because you ain't got to think about it It's cut and dry You know, either you got the basket or you didn't Either you made the touchdown or you didn't And if there's any question about it There's a referee right there to sort it all out for me After further review, play stands is called Touchdown Stop thinking. Okay, thank you, man. Thank you. Woo. I ain't want. Okay. Man, I ain't want to do all that thinking. But women, women, we think all the time, talk all the time, but it's so hard for us, for us to articulate exactly what we want, what we mean, how, what we, how we feel. You know, hard for us to be direct because if we do, we run the risk of being called a bitch. Right? So we gotta be a little tricky. Gotta be a little slick, right? Instead of coming out and just telling you something or asking you something, we'd rather give you a test. Oh, we some testing people, aren't we? Boy, SATs ain't got nothing on us. Oh, women give you tests, boy. Hey, fellas, do you know that we fail you at tests? that you don't even know you're taking? (laughs) Failing miserably, getting a big F and you don't even know the test is in progress. (laughs) How unfair is that? It's everyday simple stuff too. Okay, here's the situation. Guys, say you get home first, right? There's a few dishes in the sink. Yeah, you don't even bother washing the dishes. You chill reading the paper, whatever. She comes home, sees the dishes, sees you chilling. She ain't gonna say anything, but it gets downloaded. <laughs> All right? She gonna create a little folder. It's gonna be a little icon with your face on it. <laughs> and it's gonna say dishes. And she, boop, right up there. Three more days and that same mess goes on. She comes home, sees you chilling. She ain't gonna say anything. That fourth day she comes home, sees you chilling. She gonna double click right on your face. Click, click. (laughs) Open up the folder. Let me think about what this man is trying to tell me. What is this man telling me? What is he saying? Is he trying to tell me that I'm the little dishwasher around here? Huh? Is he telling me that washing dishes, that's beneath him? Because you know what? I work hard every day too, baby. I like to come home to a clean sink and go ahead and start my evening. You know what? I was not put on this earth to wash his dirty dishes. I tell you what, I'm not going to wash another damn dish. see how long he's gonna let these dishes pile up before he'll wash them. Three weeks goes by. Now she's so pissed she can't even see straight. Cause y'all walking around the house eating off of napkins with toothpicks. Ain't a damn thing clean in the house. And fellas, you don't care. Cause you like, shoot, this how I lived before I met your ass. Welcome to my world. 
Oh, but it doesn't end there, does it? Oh, no, uh-uh. You just said the gates of hell right now, fellas. You ain't in the fire yet. No, because we're women. Something that we're pissed about in the kitchen is gonna walk its way right down the hallway into your bedroom. And guys, you don't know. You have no idea. So you get in the bed trying to be all intimate, trying to get a little something going, you know, doing your little poking thing there. <laughs> You in there behaving like an A student. No, no, you got a big ass F. <laughs> you in there poking and she just, she just snaps on your ass. Just. And now you in the bed, fellas, with cracked ribs. She done knock your tooth loose. And you like, what the hell is your problem? What's wrong with you? What, 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 what is my problem? What's my problem? You just all missed the energy tonight, huh? Oh, you just bubbling with energy. You in here rubbing on me and touching my ass, but you can't wash a goddamn glass? Why don't I go sit in the dish rack, see if you notice me then, huh? Wanda Sykes is our guest, though. What, uh, a couple of quick more questions about, just, to, I love to try to get to know somebody. I don't like to talk about business that much. Uh-huh. But uh, if you had your choice and you weren't worrying about slipping into those leather pants, what's your favorite food? What do you like to eat? My favorite food, I love yeah. pizza. Oh, I, it's hard to turn down a, a good slice of pizza, you know. Uh, thin crust or thick? I like the thin crust. You know, New York pizza, man. You cannot, oh, love it. Uh, pepperoni, mushroom, Italian sausage. Uh, and you're, sit- you're sitting in your hotel room and you're thumbing through the TV, you're bored, and you bump into a movie, and it's what it's the movie you got to watch every time it comes on. What is it? Uh, Shawshank Redemption. That's uh, a movie. Arthur. I don't know why that little Dudley really? boy. I stopped. I watched Arthur. I don't know. And uh, I think it's because it's all the drinking. And then when I'm sitting there drinking, I don't feel as guilty. <laughs> the Nutty Professor, the one with Eddie Murphy. Uh, what, 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 what did you think I was going to say? I was going to wonder if you were going to include uh, uh, Blues Brothers in there. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> Caddyshack. One quick thing, Wanda, before you go. What's that, Sonny? Word association. I'm going to say somebody's name. I want you to describe them with one word. Okay? Oh, Lord. Ready? This is so going to get me in trouble. But go ahead. Okay, Larry David. One word. Genius. Chris Rock. Black genius. And Wanda Sykes. Uh, Wanda Sykes. Uh, big titties. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Wanda. Thank you. So hope you enjoyed that. If you like the show, tell your friends, please go to sunnyfox.podbean. That's S-O-N-N-Y-F-O-X dot podbean, B-E-A-N. And we'll have a new person next week, a new surprise. Until then, thanks for listening.